lot of tough things people are going through right now. But a lot of great things that are going to come up this year. A couple words before we partake of communion. Let's pray to begin. Lord, we're so grateful to have this opportunity. I ask your blessing upon each family, each marriage, each life here. Lord, there is no hope without you. It's so wonderful to have you in our lives. And to know that your love for us is solid, sincere, eternal. We praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So it's right on New Year's Day to make resolutions. It's right and proper to make goals. And on a New Year's Day, it's important that we determine what's going to be important to us this year. And so you need to make goals in every area of your life, career, physical, relationships, intellectual. It's very important to do that. But as Christians, it's most important to make spiritual goals. Because your spiritual health has the greatest impact on all the other areas in your life. Your spiritual growth is most important. I want to put up a big commandment from our Lord before he went to heaven, after he died on the cross, rose again, before his ascension, these were his last words. These were his marching orders to us, his people. You've heard it before. It's the Great Commission. It says, Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. That's important. That's most important. If you're a Christian, that should be most important to you. Jesus said go. Jesus expects us to have a proactive, aggressive mentality when it comes to living out our faith. We're not to be passive. He doesn't say all authority has been given to me, so wait for people to come to you. He doesn't say, therefore, sit. He doesn't say, therefore, Stay put. Stay right where you are. To his people, he says, go. In fact, the Bible uses the word go 1,542 times. It only contains 69 usages of the word stay. The Bible is all about go. And so I want to encourage you on this New Year's Day... Go all out for Jesus this year. Amen? I mean, go 
all out. It's amazing how easy it is to get distracted with so many things that are so trivial and that don't matter. You know, we get all excited about football teams or hobbies or different recreations. And we put all kinds of time and energy and perhaps even money into that. Gaming. Several years ago, we got that Wii system for our kids when they were younger. Anybody remember that? First time you could do this and it would track you on the screen. There was a game called Super Mario's Galaxy that I started playing. And I just got obsessed with it. I had to get every star. I had to break every level. And I would stay up to the middle of the night. And finally, I'm thinking, what am I doing? Stop it. I gotta, you got to keep me away from video games. Angry Birds was another one that just took a lot of time. <laughs> There's so many things out there that will distract you. Let me encourage you, be passionate about Jesus this year. Go all out for him. Be as passionate, be more passionate about Jesus than you are about a game or some kind of a hobby. And I would also say to you this morning, go deep. Go deep this year. Go deep in your personal relationship with Jesus Christ. The beginning of this year, determine that you're going to spend alone time with Jesus daily, consistently. You're going to walk with him. I pray that your prayer life would abound this year. Get those prayer journals. Write in them. Get up early. Seek the Lord in prayer. My little brothers and sisters in Christ, you kids out there, you say those bedtime prayers. You say those morning prayers. You just keep praying. Pray as families. Not just for the meal. Pray as families. Pray together. Seek the Lord together. In fact, cultivate in your life a dependence upon the Lord in prayer day by day. You know, Paul said, rejoice always Pray without ceasing. So I exhort you, my brother, my sister in Christ, go deep in prayer. Go deep in God's word. Study God's word. Memorize God's word. Put time and energy and attention into God's word. Again, get out those journals. Read through your Bible. Write what you're learning. If you haven't done that in a while, do that this year. That's how you're going to hear from the Lord. You know, if you need help with that, I just mentioned our women's ministry and the men's ministry and the young adults. And we have so many different Bible studies, weekly Bible studies that you can get involved in. And all of those Bibles are designed to help you get excited about studying the Bible for yourself. So be a part of that. Go for it. I promise to you as your pastor, I will try to bring the deepest Bible studies I can 
in 2023. You know, I have principles and convictions in my life that I will carry with me to my grave. And as a pastor for 26 years of this church, I promise you that I will try everything I can to continue teaching God's word. I believe this book changes people's lives. I believe we need all of it. Old and New Testament. I believe every truth is important, and I believe it needs to be taught even when it offends. Even when it's unpopular. Somebody said, a real Bible study is more like a chiropractic adjustment than it is a back scratch. We like shoulder rubs, but what we often need is radical realignment. And that's what the Bible will do. And I beg of you, I encourage of you, go deep. This year, go deep. Go deep into the scripture. Go deep into prayer. Make your relationship, your personal relationship with Christ most important. Seek to know him better this year. I would also encourage you to go wide this year. Widen your base of operations. In other words, fill your life with godly relationships and friendships. Invest your life into others. You know, one major discipline of the Christian faith, if you want to grow, this is a non-negotiable prayer. A second discipline is Bible study. A third discipline is fellowship. Fellowship is where you get involved in the lives of other Christians. Where you form friendships, relationships, pour time and energy and agape love and service into your brothers and sisters in Christ this year. And that means you become not only a regular attender of a local church, but you become involved in it. You work in it. You serve in it. Church should be a home where you settle in and build relationship. It's where you and your family decide to sink roots. You sink roots. You dig deep here. You become a part of people's lives. The local church, it's your headquarters on the battlefield of life where you get shelter and marching orders. I would encourage you this year, really make that effort to become embedded, joined together in the body of Christ with your brothers and sisters in Christ. Again, I mentioned all the different fellowships and Bible studies that you can be a part of, but I'll tell you what, One of the best ways to get to know people at a local church is to sign up and serve, volunteer, be a part of the outreach, be a part of the the coffee shop, the technical ministry, the ushers, the greeters, the children's ministry. There there was a a brother in Christ years ago, and and he said, you know, I used to attend your church for years, and I couldn't really get to know anybody. And then one day I decided to sign up for the ushers and greeters ministry. And I got to know people like never before. I found 
my support group, let me encourage you to serve, to go wide this year. We have way too many Facebook friends. We need more face-to-face friends, amen? Actual people, you know, that you spend time with, you have coffee with, you pray with, you pour out your heart with, you hold each other accountable with. That's a priority. That's something that you must choose to do. And listen, young person, listen, teenager, listen to this verse. Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Do not be deceived, young person, thinking you can hang out with evil people and it won't have any impact on you. You think, well, maybe I can influence them. The scripture says, even if you have good habits, evil company will corrupt your good habits. Reach out to people that don't know Christ in your life. But your best relationships, your best friendships should be brothers and sisters in Christ. Teenager, join that youth group that meets every Wednesday night. Be a part of that. Join that group at school, that Christian group, that that Christian group at college where, where you're attending. The young adults, you need to be surrounded. Go wide. And then let me also encourage you to go far this year. Jesus said, go therefore and make disciples of whom? All the what? All the nations. And I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Go far for Christ. Now, this verse, the Great Commission, is also used in in a missions context where we use this verse to speak about becoming missionaries. And this is such an important thing. Missions should be a very important part of a church. It should be a very important part of your life. I always encourage that every Christian family adopt a missionary. Literally, adopt a missionary and pray for that missionary And support that missionary financially. If you haven't done that, we have several missionaries that we support here. You can become supporters. I think it would be really wise for every Christian at least once to to take a mission trip. Go on a short-term mission trip. Take the gospel to the ends of the earth. Be a part of that. Some people are called to that, and if you're called to that, to do that full-time, then certainly you need to do that. But let's not forget that the majority of us as Christians, we're not called to go far geographically, but we are called to go far in our own mission field. You live in a mission field. Where you work, that's a mission field. Where you go to school, that's a mission field. Your neighborhood, your immediate neighborhood is a mission field. Do you shine there for Jesus? Do you live for Christ in the midst of that circle of friends? 
I want to encourage you to go further than you ever have this year as a witness for Jesus Christ. Be concerned about those people that you see day by day. Share Christ with them. And then I would also say, go long. Go deep, go wide, go far, and go long. And by that I mean persevere, endure. Serve Christ for the whole year. Not for January only. Or you drop out around March. Make a commitment to serve Christ year long. And not just this year, but next year. For your whole life. In other words, make that long haul commitment. You know, it can be hard to serve Christ. You can run into all kinds of problems and obstacles. In fact, you can run into obstacles and problems because you're serving Christ. And a lot of people can get discouraged by that. But don't be. You just keep going forward. You're going to please Jesus no matter what comes. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. It's not in vain. You serve Christ in ministry. You serve Christ in your career and what you do. You just keep going. And go long also makes me think of football. You know, that last play of desperation. Time's running out on the clock. I imagine the quarterback in the huddle saying, go long. Go as far as you can. You know, it kind of takes me back to my childhood. When I grew up, uh, I grew up in Ohio. I spent about four or five years there. Dayton, Ohio. And what was so cool about Ohio, there were no brick walls back then. They didn't have any fences. So all of our backyards joined together. So it was like this giant park behind our houses. And we had all the kids, and we'd play full-on baseball games, full-on epic football games. Tackle football, 11-on-11. And we'd be playing until mom came out and said, dinner time, time to come in. And that last play, I would say, okay, go long. This is it. Let's go for it. Go as far as you can. I'll throw it as far as I can. Go long in that one desperate action. My brothers and sisters in Christ, we are living in desperate times. Desperate times. Every sign that indicates last days is here in abundance. People all over the place are hurting. Wickedness is running amok. I believe... Jesus might be very close to calling us home for dinner. So go long. 
Go radical. Step out this year for Jesus Christ like you've never done. Be a go person. And by the way, look at this wonderful promise. Jesus said, you do this. Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. You be a go person this year, Jesus will be with you. I'll be with you to the end of the age, Jesus said. I'll walk with you. And when we're at the communion table as a church, this is where we get the proper motivation. We don't serve a king who's aloof, who sits behind a desk, points to everyone else, go do this and that. We serve a king who went for us, ahead of us, who left heaven, became man, who died on the cross for our sins and rose again. If anyone suffered, Jesus suffered. If anyone left it all out on the court, it was Jesus. He went. And now he says, go. Let's follow him. And let's be motivated by what he did for us. And his very presence with us. Let's dim the lights. Let's let's close our eyes. Let's bow our heads.